everyone, this is episode 663 of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast for Monday, August 5th, 2019. I am your host, Mark Kuznez, and today I'll be talking about Solo, Islands of the Heart, not a Star Wars story. I've already talked about that a while ago, and I like Islands of the Heart a bit more than a Star Wars story, but not too much. Spoilers. And also Tatsumo Party, which I don't like at all. I, I did not really pay attention to what the game was. And then I got a code for it. And I was kind of excited because I saw just the key art. And I thought, this looks like it could be charming from an artistic standpoint. And an actual play is not so charming. <laughs> it's not particularly fun. It's very one note. And it gets old faster than this show um, so, my phone is ringing. I don't know who the hell this is. Fake number. You know how you know a, a, a fake number is coming through your phone? Whether it's your home phone or your cell phone? If the first three digits, ignore the area code, okay? Forget the area, the area code. But if the first three digits of the phone number are the same as your phone number, guess what? That is a bullshit number. And I don't know why that's the case. Do they think whoever's doing these robocalls, these fake calls, etc. Do they think that if you see the first three numbers of your number, that that familiarity will lead you to think, oh, I, I must know who this is. I'm going to answer it. When I see that, I'm like, fuck you. No way in hell someone with my, you know, not my exact phone number, but close enough is calling me. And I, <laughs> I spit all over my mic when I said something. I don't remember the exact word, but I'm sure you could tell by the spitty friggin' sound of it. But yeah. Sorry, Mike. I spit on you. Do you forgive me? Okay. That's nice. I'm petting the mic now. Can you hear me petting the mic? Does that come across? Good, Mike. You're a very good, Mike. This is getting really weird. Did I just say really weird? <laughs> oh, great show. Great show. So, before I talk about what I've been playing... The, the solo game and the sumo game. There's a bit of news, and it's not pleasant news. So over the weekend, there were two shootings, one in a Walmart in El Paso, Texas, and then a shooting at a bar. Not It's not a nightclub, it's just a bar, but it happened in the middle of the night in Dayton, Ohio, in the Oregon district or something um i think and it uh you know it's tragic in both cases we had double digit deaths and double digit uh injuries and trump this morning blamed or put blame on the the video game industry video games and the internet and it's it's just it's frustrating to see this thing keep coming back where, where blame is placed elsewhere instead of on the guns that kill people. So that's frustrating. But the, the thing that's funny, and I'm going to read a quote from him. Uh, and you can find these you know, on the internet if you haven't already. But uh, we must stop this glorification of violence in our society, Trump said on Monday. I'm, I'm reading the Polygon article. 
This includes the gruesome and grisly video games that are now commonplace. It is too easy today for troubled youth to surround themselves with a culture that celebrates violence. We must stop or substantially reduce this. And to me, what makes this extra ridiculous is that this is coming out the mouth of someone that during his campaign said he could go out into the middle of the street and shoot someone and not lose voters over it. You're telling me that's not like just to act like, oh, we have this glorification of violence here and there and to be someone who is so flippantly talking about how he can do horrific acts that he could just like he could have gone one step further and said, you know what, I could just walk into a Walmart and shoot up the place and not, not lose voters. He's one step away from saying that he was one step away from saying that. And now he's coming back and he's just like. Go fuck yourself, you orange piece of shit. You know what happens when you shit and it comes out orange? You go to a doctor because it's not good for you. And guess what? This orange motherfucker is not good for us either. But Like that's news to anyone with a brain who isn't so overly invested in the political uh, train or whatever that they're... I just like... I don't know how anyone can look at that thing i don't want to call it a human being and not just be it's just like i'm i'm amazed that he's managed to keep the support that he has while he said a lot of shitty things that i can see people on the right not having a problem with whether it's because they agree with or they're just like indifferent to but there are things that he said over the course of his campaign and since, and it's just like, I thought people on that side would be more caring of this aspect of society, or this kind of person. Like when he belittled uh, John McCain's time in the camp, when he was like, oh, uh, you know, how especially that he got captured and shit like this. Like when he said all that stuff, I'm like, how are you, how is he still getting support from that side? He just shit on a vet. He didn't even serve. Because he's a fucking... Fuck, oh God. I just, like... It's just it's annoying that this is happening again, where video games and anything but the actual problem is getting the blame for, for these tragic events. And, yeah. It's just... Oh, I mean, what else is there to say about it? Other than that, Evo happened... And stuff happened there, I guess. I have nothing to say about it. I just thought I'd bring it up because it happened. And maybe other people would care. If you care, go check it out. So, that's cool, I guess. Uh, yeah. Anywho, was there anything else worth talking about before talking about what I've been playing? Uh, Attack the Backlog? <laughs> it's funny, when I built up this big cushion and have all these episodes scheduled and ready to go so i have the posts on the site the videos on youtube everything that is scheduled and will go live when it's supposed to i completely forgot this past weekend was the time for a new episode and a new episode did in fact release yesterday episode 23 batman the telltale series and i implore you to check it out because it's Good as always. I don't know what else to say about it. I just 
you know, a day at the backlog is a good time. And I think you'll like the episode because they're all good. I still, I, I'm planning to record the audio for the Resident Evil 2 episode today. I keep pushing it back because it's somewhat intimidating to read off a script for the first time. Because I, I want to make sure, I've, I've reiterated this point before, but when reading off a script, I want to make it sound as not scripty as possible. I want it to come across as natural as possible. And for someone who doesn't know it's a script, will hear it and think, yeah, that, that was good. I didn't, I didn't think that was scripted at all. Uh, not that something sounding scripted is bad. I just, I like it when things are a bit more natural sounding. There's one paragraph that I can't believe I wrote it, and I don't. Uh, it's one of the things that I'm looking at. I'm like, do I want to keep this or not? It's a jokey paragraph where I talk about how it's basically me trying to illustrate how scared I was of Mr. X. And I think I use this joke not to the extreme that I, I do in the script on here, but I talk about pooping in my hands and then rubbing that poop in my eyes. And then running around blindly through my house until hitting a wall, knocking myself unconscious. And it's just, it's a bit ridiculous. But also, it suits me and my personality and my uh, flavor of ridiculousness. But yeah, that uh, episode, Batman the Telltale Series, is out now. You can check it out on YouTube or you know, iTunes and all the, the podcast places. So check that out if you're interested in it. If you're not, check it out anyway. Go to YouTube, give it a thumbs up. If you're not, a, if you're somehow not a subscriber on YouTube, or, or a liker of videos, I don't know what the hell that is. Uh, but if you're not subscribed, you should do it, and then hit that bell. That's what they say, and then always get notified. And when you see a new video, even if you don't like it, just hit uh, the thumbs up because it only takes you a second. Anywho, so I played solo. Islands of the Heart, and it is a puzzle game where you are reflecting back on your most loved other, like the, the most important person of your life, who you, your relationship has ended, and so you're reflecting back on this relationship and trying to figure out what went wrong, I guess. And I made it through the first set of islands uh, it takes a place across an archipelago or whatever it's called and you in each island that is broken up into sections these sections will arise from the water as you complete one area in each area you are interacting with like a mini lighthouse looking thing or whatever and it will allow you to interact with this giant head that will ask you a question about love and it may be specific to your last relationship the relationship that you are reflecting upon and at the beginning of the game it asks you you know what gender are you what kind of gender do you love you can choose non-binary i don't know if you can choose something other than male female or non-binary if you just choose other but you can choose that same for your significant other or like who or what gender you are typically attracted to. And then it asks you to put in the name of the person you've 
loved more than anything. Did all that. And then over the course of the game, up to where I played so far, put about an hour and change into it. And from what I know, it's only about two hours or so in length. Um, you, you do these little bits of puzzling and then you get asked a question. And it could be something specific as, did, why, why did your relationship end? Was it, was it time related or, or were you too smothering, et cetera, uh, stuff like that? Or more overarching things about love. In a long distance relationship, how would you handle this? I'd wait forever. I'd find a way to make it work. I wouldn't be able to handle it. You, you always have three choices. And I found that with the questions, sometimes I couldn't relate exactly to either of the choices, either of the three choices. And because of that, I, I felt somewhat frustrated and pulled out of the experience because I am very much someone who is into love. I love love. Love is my like ultimate goal. I, I guess you say, you know, some people want to change the world. Some people want to make an impact, make a difference. As far as I'm concerned with my life, all I want to do is fall in love with someone and love someone who loves me. That's, that's all I need. Changing the world, making a difference or whatever. That, that would be fine. But for me, all, all I need is love. <laughs> um, that, that's all I really want. But, um, yeah, so like this conceptually is something I'm really into, but then going through it and, and having these parts where I want to be able to say this or answer in one way and not having the option, it's a little bit annoying. And I understand why, because to expect a game to have perfectly specific answers that I 100% without any alteration would reply with. It's an impossible ask, but because I am so lovey-dovey and I want, I want that impossible ask, uh, it, it's just hurting the experience for me a bit. But, you know, I think for most people, that wouldn't be a problem at all. Um, it looks all right. You know, it's got a very colorful aesthetic, somewhat... Uh, what is the word? I can't think, but uh, it's a pretty simplistic aesthetic, very colorful, a nice variety between each part of an island. You got little creatures in the island that you can interact with. You can pet them, you can feed them, and then they'll poop out like a little rainbow-colored poop, but you can't pick up that poop. I was very disappointed by the inability to pick up the rainbow-colored poop. I wanted to pick up the poop, but it wouldn't let me. And the puzzles so far range from just finding ways to reach different areas. So you'll have boxes you can move around and some will have little like fans in them that can pro uh, pro propel you into the air. And you can rotate these things so you can have the fan facing downward towards the ground and that will propel the box upward so you can create platforms that way and steps in a sense. And there are some that will have a bridge extending from them. You gain a parachute pretty early on that allows you to glide across long distances if you're a little uh, higher up than uh, an area you need to get to you know you build a few platforms with some boxes and then you glide across and reach a new point 
you get a wand looking thing which i think is just like a stick with an inner tube attached to it and this allows you to interact and pick up boxes around you you don't have to be right next to it, so you don't pick it up with your hands you're just magically picking it up with this magic wand thing and it's fine you know it's it's very it's a, it's a game that for me at least uh will come and go i will finish it and have a fine time with it but in a handful of months, you know, when the year is coming to an end and I'm thinking about the games that really impacted me that uh, I, I had a really good time with, it won't come up at all. It'll be a game that will soon be forgotten for me. Um, but that, that's not a bad thing. You know, it's, it's still it's fine in the moment. It just doesn't have those legs in terms of being all that memorable. But I, I do think... For some people, it could be a, a pretty memorable game you know, if the, the love stuff works more so for you. And then the Sumo Party is a game that is really, really basic. There's not much to it. It's like that uh, game show we have here in the States. It, it doesn't exist anymore, which is also based on a Japanese game show. I'm sure like so many game shows here. But uh, I don't know the name of the Japanese version of the game show, which surely exists. But the one in the States was called, I think, Hole in a Wall. It's the game where a person is standing on a little, not a platform, but a, a narrow bridge. And coming at them are walls with different shapes that they need to contort their body into. And... These walls just keep coming, they'll come quicker, and you have to contort and, and change your body shape in order to fit through these holes. And that is all Tetsumo Party is. There is nothing else to the game other than that. You can unlock additional characters, which don't give you any kind of extra ability. They'll just have some different challenges associated to them. But it, it seems like these, the challenges are only associated to the first two that are unlocked from the beginning, because they unlocked one of them, a really creepy looking panda, and that didn't come with any additional challenges, so I don't know how that works, but the, the, the first, the main two have three challenges apiece, and that's it. They don't get new challenges when you complete them, and it, it's a game that you play for five minutes, maybe, and then you're like, yeah, I'm good. I don't need to play this anymore. There's multiplayer, I guess. I didn't mess around with it because I was pretty sick of it after... I don't know. I maybe played it for almost 30 minutes and I was I was having a horrible time cuz I'm like, "Oh, maybe something will happen if I play through it more and I unlock a few more characters or whatever by getting sushi in these levels. Uh maybe things will change up. Maybe the characters will make things feel different." Nope, nope. Nothing happens. Uh, I did realize from one of the challenges that at least with the the base sumo wrestler guy that if you keep falling to the ground because the way it works is that you can change your legs into three positions standing kind of kind of crouched in like the sumo position and then doing the splits and then with your arms you can have them raised up you can have them raised up at like a 90 degree angle then down a 90 degree angle down at your sides or stretched out and when you do the splits and get back up, when you're playing as the regular sumo guy, you're, what is it? Is it, is it a Komodo? 
no, it's not a Komodo. That is way wrong. But uh, your your underwear thing, um, it will. Why do I think Komodo? That's terrible. Um, but your underwear garb will fall down a little bit. And if you keep doing this, it'll fall all the way down. And then you'll have to do a little uh, quick time event type of thing in order to pick your underwear back up. And the first time it happened, I didn't understand what I was supposed to do. And the uh, wall hit me. And then the sumo wrestler got flinged right into the camera. And I got a face full of his ass, which was wonderful. What a great experience that was. But that was probably the most exciting part of the, the game is, oh, look, I can make his underwear fall off. And then I have to pick it up. And that's what I did for the last handful of times I played. I just kept wall making my way through the holes whenever i had the time to mess around i would just keep getting in the splits and standing back up until my underwear fell off and then i would pick it back up and then get through the hole and then i would keep falling until i had to pick up my underwear again and that was mildly amusing for two minutes <laughs> and then i was like oh god i don't what is this it's a five dollar game but even at five dollars it's hard to recommend because it has no legs at all I don't think you can get a half hour of enjoyment out of this game. I don't know if you can get five minutes of enjoyment out of this game. I'm sure there will be some people who find it amusing or whatever or something, but I found nothing redeeming about it. Even the the art style in actual play when playing it doesn't look that great. So it's not like it's good looking and you can at least give it that. It's fine looking but it, it plays i mean it, it controls fine for what it is but it's not fun to play so who gives a shit but that's that's pretty much all i've been playing other than apex legends of course which is uh a lot more fun since i stopped playing ranked i'll probably go back to ranked at some point because i would like to at least hit diamond i i have no belief in any way shape or form that i will be able to reach predator apex predator because the way uh the ranked mode works which i've talked about plenty i don't need to talk anymore about that but returning to regular basic ass apex has been such a great choice to to make because i'm having fun with the game again I, i'm re being reminded of how much i love the game I'm winning again because people actually play like a team and work together and it is the way Apex is supposed to be played and feel and it's not this horse shit, let's just hide until we make it to the top three and then maybe we can try and win the game. Fucking garbage. Where it's like, oh, we hit and so we have no armor or we have level one armor and we don't have great weapons and don't have great attachments, so what the fuck are we going to do anyway? Playing regular Apex is still a blast, and I'm so happy I, I've gone back to that. So yeah, it'll, it'll help my KD ratio too because I, I'm having plenty of matches where I get five plus kills, and that wasn't the case in ranked because of the way people play. You know, it's just even in ranked, people will do a thing where on a team, when your team and another team engages in a firefight. They will just hide and wait until one of you or both of their teammates is down and hope that they can mop things up and get the easy kills because the knockdown and the kills, you know, getting the knockdown is all that matters in terms of getting the kill. You can put 95 points of damage into an enemy 
and then your teammate can put those last five points of damage, ignoring armor, and they can put the, those last five points of damage into the enemy, and they will get the kill if the person knocked down ends up getting killed. So I, I found people abusing that system too in rank mode. It's just rank mode is it's, it's the worst. But that's enough. So that will do it for this year episode of the Pixelated Sausage Podcast. Once again, I am your host, Mark Krishnez. Y'all can find me on Twitter and pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. The site is, of course, pixelatedsausage.com, where you can find this podcast, the Pixelated Paranormal Podcast, and Attack the Backlog, which are all available on podcast services across the globe, like Stitcher Radio, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. And if you'd like to check out the video version of this here show or Attack the Backlog, you can go over to youtube.com slash pixelatedsausage and watch them both there again. A brand new episode of Attack the Backlog went up yesterday for Batman the Telltale series. You can listen to it or watch it on YouTube, and I highly recommend doing so. If you'd like to check out the art I make, you can go over to pxsart.com. If you see something you like, click the link, and it'll take you to where you can purchase a print of the piece you fancy. And if you fancy the site in general and anything that we do, please go over to patreon.com slash pxs and support us that way. As always, thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode, and I hope you have a wonderful wonderful rest of your day Bye.